Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Good afternoon and welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by JB, our buddy Greg Bradley, and coach on the board. And it is Monday, May 1st, and a very wise friend and good friend of mine who's no longer with us used to tell me on the first day of the month, before you set your feet on the floor... You'll jump off the end of the bed and holler rabbit, rabbit, rabbit three times. <laughs> Your luck will change for the better. And I have lived by that rule since I've been a young boy. And I'm pretty happy with it. So thank you very much for those wise words back in the day. And I did rabbit, rabbit this morning, being that it is May 1st. And it's a little blustery outside, but the sun is shining. And, and that wind makes it a little cooler. But, uh, you know, we're going to be all right. I hope everybody made it through the NFL draft weekend. I was still waiting, uh, watching television and waiting for the fireworks at Kansas City just to, you know, something to explode. And, I mean, I, what, did you guys get a sense of uh, excitement that, from can I mean, I mean, I, I know we had it in Nashville, and we're a little spoiled for having it in Nashville. I get it, I understand that. Actually, and we and we were a little proud, and our chest was stuck out a little farther because it was in Middle Tennessee and capital of Tennessee for the first time. But I mean, didn't it seem even if you weren't from Nashville, didn't it seem like it was a little bit more exci- exciting and more happening with it held in Nashville than? Say Kansas honest, City, Missouri. Honestly, honestly, I had several things I was working on, you know, at home and all that stuff. And I, I'd go back about every forty-five minutes to an hour and pull it up and just see who picked. Just who ran through, right? Keep up with that a little bit and, and stuff. So you know, yeah, if there was any any big uh, to do or something like that, I missed it. But uh, I was busy doing some other things that I had to take care of. So, but the proof is in pudding, as they say. Okay, and. Like you said, it's not been different anywhere else, or has hasn't been like Nashville anywhere else. That well, not to us, and maybe that's because we're Tennesseans. But I mean, you know what I mean. When you, when something happens in your hometown, I think you have a little bit more pride in it, a little bit more. Oh, you, you just you just you feel a little bit. It's more special, but I, I don't know about people looking on the outside of Nashville in and the outside of Kansas City and in. But I personally felt, and I didn't mean to cut you off, Craig, but I personally felt that just watching. I didn't go to downtown Nashville during the draft. I watched it on TV, and it just seemed the whole setup, the whole vibe, everything was uh, quite a bit more energized in Nashville than it was in Kansas City, Missouri. And the reasoning, as we look at 2023, Kansas City, 312,000. 2022, Las Vegas, 300,000. There. 2021, Cleveland, 160,000. Virtual in 2020. Nashville, 
2019, nobody even comes close. We're three times more than anybody since 2015 that I had. Really? 600,000 were Thank in you. Nashville attending the draft. And I'm not. I'm not saying we should have the draft in Nashville every year. That's that's not what I'm getting at. It should have already been back. You know. Well, there was a national pundit that said, uh, you know, that it, as far as he was concerned, he needs to go back to Nashville every three years. It just needs to circle back to Nashville every three years. Well, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't. I don't have know, a problem. I'd say we argue with that too much either. Now, but, maybe you know. The proof of the numbers. I wouldn't mind a redo. Now, the Titans, do you, would, would, well, you, would you all like a redo on the draft <laughs> as far as the Titans go? I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Feeling I, so good after the first day, and then after that, he went. You know, and we're going to go around right here. And, and Now, look, first of all, none of us sitting here, the uh, uh, none of us that are armchair, Monday armchair quarterbacks, uh, we don't work for a professional football team. We're fans like hundreds of thousands yep. and millions of other people in the United States. We're football fans. And we watch a lot of football and watch a lot of sports. And sometimes it makes us feel as though as we are experts. But I, I wouldn't consider myself an expert. I just consider myself a well, well a well-educated fan in, okay in your, in your previous profession i'm sure you had several people that thought they could see the ball better than you ever could oh absolutely while you're referencing. They, correct, they corrected me I on a several, nightly basis i, I had was, several hundred assistant coaches and you know behind me <laughs> at the football field a lot too so yeah we're just exercising our right, right as fans that's to say absolutely what we, <laughs> free speech and freedoms and all that good stuff and we are exercising our right uh to voice our opinion on the choices made by, say, our home team, maybe not our favorite team, but our home state Titans in the draft. I and, will agree with you. We don't we, know the whole picture. Now, on Friday after well, the first round, JB over here, JB went to school at Northwestern, and the Titans just happened to uh, spend their first, first pick on uh, – What's his first name, Skaronsky? Peter. Peter Skaronsky, a uh, utility offensive lineman, one of the highest rated, if not the highest rated offensive lineman in the draft. Um, and the Titans got him, and we were we were pretty excited and solid on that pick yes. on, on Friday when we did the show. Friday night they picked rounds two and three, and they picked Tyja. Was it, was it, did Spears come in at that point? Is Spears their second pick? I believe Spe Tajay Spears was their second, second. The running back was the trade up. Yep. Right. Did no, we went for the we went for the QB with our next pick. With the second, second pick? pick? No. No. Tajay Spears no, was second. Tajay, yeah, check second. that. But I believe Spears was second, and then the third round Friday night, the Titans shocked the world, and they picked Will Levis, if, if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken, but anyway, two or three, it doesn't make any difference. But does Ty, does Ty, does Will, is Will Levis a bad pick? JB, Greg, well, I mean, what do you want? I don't think it is a bad pick or the worst. You know, he needs a little direction. The guy's a strong thrower. Big tall guy, and I, I said it the other day on Twitter. 
when they picked him. That was his second. You're correct. I, was just I, saying, st- yes. I stand correct. I was going to. I stand correct. I, was, I, was go ahead. I didn't mean to jump in. I just want to make ahead, sure Greg. JB was correct. Go ahead, Greg. I said that he'll surprise a lot of people. I think he will surprise okay. a lot of and people. And I hope he does. Once, I'm not, I look once, at, you know. Once Tanny Hill is gone, if indeed he's gone after a year. Well, he's a free agent after this coming year. I don't know. I, I he just, is. I just got Tannehill a, is. So. I got a good feeling about Levis. Okay. Well, I mean, I think they're probably going to have to try to make a move with with Tannehill. I don't see him taking much of a pay cut if he has if he has a good year this year, winning record. Uh, he makes what over twenty million a year or something like that with the Titans. So I feel as though these quarterbacks are coming out now making fifty million a year. Um, uh, Lamar Jackson just cut his own deal. I think that's what JB that averaged out to what five years average over fifty million a year, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So as you know, as we move forward, as the Titans move forward in their quest for a, a NFL championship to win the Super Bowl, obviously, um, you know they have to prepare for the future, and I. Unless I think Tannehill comes out and just makes a 180% turnaround from last year. And I'm talking about not, you know, not going 15 and two or anything like that, but I'm talking about making the playoffs, winning the first round of the playoffs, something like that. Well, unless, unless he does something like that, he more than likely is on the road. In fairness to Tannehill, Last year's kind of a hard year to measure him on in that he was running for his life over half the year. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and ended up getting hurt because he, you know, because they couldn't protect him and stuff. Uh, I, I agree with what Greg's been saying, you know, said all last week and, and, and stuff. You give Tannehill the protection uh, and you give Henry, you know, a chance, just a seam yeah. at the line. You're going to see an awful lot of protection. You know, production. The biggest, the biggest piece we're we're kind of have a question mark about, and I say it's a question mark because, uh, you know, our receivers, we we've, we've got one that, a yeah. pen, potentially, but you know, potential <laughs> potential is what get coaches fired. Sure, but uh, <laughs> right, absolutely. But uh, you know, if if you, if you get that line solid, you know, solidified, and I will say they made some moves to do that. You know, in this draft, and I'm sure they're going to be making some more moves as they go into, you know, further into free agency through the summer, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, you know, Levis, I'm just, I, I just don't know. I, I he didn't have okay. the numbers. He doesn't have the numbers coming out of college. And again, if they're worried about injury, hey, he had a big shoulder problem and a toe problem. Well, I tell you what, in, you so. know, Tannehill, and, and and moving forward this year with Tannehill. You know, and Skaronsky, I hope, is the greatest draft pick ever in the yeah. in, in the history of the Titans franchise. But having complete confidence as you're in a in a rookie left tackle might be, you know, that's going to have to be somewhere in his head every play uh, because there's so much to learn in the NFL. Moving from college to NFL, there's there's such a you know, I'm not so, so much sure to, they're counting on him at left tackle. Well, right. I think they're counting on him <laughs> yeah. more at guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. if, and then, well, good if they could pull him to guard. Yeah. No matter guard, tackle, center. I, yeah. My my kind of my point was having Tannehill behind just a rookie lineman yeah. uh, in today's game is 
is probably going to play is probably going to play a, a few mind games with you as a quarterback. Um, and so we'll see what happens. Will Levis was kind of a surprise to everybody at number two uh, for the Titans. Um, like I said, they have to move. They have to move forward at some point. Malik Willis, I think they were disappointed in what he did last year. Um, so I, I mean, obviously, we were all saying things that weren't super positive about Will Levis at the end of last week. But I think there's a couple things about how this situation uh, ended up playing out that's not, that it makes it not really a worst case scenario. And there's some positive ways to look at this. First of all, okay. we didn't end up. You know, obviously trading up in the first round and giving up a lot of capital, we ended up still getting a, a really good player sort of in that top ten Okay, so that was a good thing. With Skaronsky and then, you know, being able to wait. And then, and, you know, we did have to still trade up a little bit to to get Levis there at the top of the second round. But with you, you look at the total haul in terms of talent and what's given up, that's a much easier to swallow outcome there with two guys that, depending on who you ask, were both sort of top ten level talents that you're able to get um, within the first 30 picks. So while I still am yeah, definitely not totally convinced on Levis, there's some you're things not. that you you like more about that. You know, if you, if you have a top five quarterback pick, I feel like the pressure is so much more there to, to start them and to put them out there and to, you know, do something with Tannehill. Utilize them because, right. they were ranked, because they were ranked so high. And I think this situation l- lends itself better to Tannehill. You know, the, I think the Tannehill situation is less confusing now. I think we're definitely going to come out with him at the beginning and starting and and try to utilize that transition. I think we're going to see these two guys get along really well. You know, they're both two guys out of the SEC. They're big, you know, Christian quarterback guys, and they're. I think they're going to get along really well, and and we could see that work in, work in the Titans' favor to kind of give some clarity to the transition at play rather than trying to throw somebody into the deep end day one or just having Tannehill with no plan going into the end of this contract. So you, you like that aspect. Okay. I, 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 I can agree with everything you said yep. right then. I think you're I, I right on point, yeah, and logical. I think uh, that makes total – Total common sense on how to use uh, Will Levis coming in, and don't ex- don't ex- ask a whole a whole lot of the guy right off the bat, and, not, and nothing is really going to be expected of him right off the bat because uh, Ryan Tannehill is your is your man. He's your man, yeah. He's the guy you're paying the most. He's been around the longest. He's the veteran. He's the one that's going to have to bring along these younger players. And I'm talking <laughs> Malik Willis's of the world. And the Will Levises of the world. Now, Carolina Panthers' number one pick, Bryce Young. Uh, Frank Reich has already come out and told the Athletic on Sunday that Young won't take the first team reps immediately uh, when the team begins practice uh, this summer. Instead, veteran quarterback Andy Dalton will be – have you Did you ever noticed how red that cat's hair is? I mean, <laughs> I'm just telling you. I mean, I don't know if you all remember this whole Christmas uh, kind of claymation deal, but there was two brothers, the Heat Miser and the and Old Man Winter, Mr. Freeze, I think it was called. And this, the Heat Miser had the reddest hair that stuck straight up. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jack? Oh, yeah. You're over here oh, laughing. Yeah. But the Heat Miser turned every turned everything hot, and Mr. Freeze obviously turned everything cold, and they controlled the the seasons, but this heat miser 
and Andy Dalton could be brothers. And I'm talking about just from their red hair that sticks straight up. But anyway, uh, Dalton, who has been quite the journeyman uh, over the years, when I, I, I felt as though he came out of TCU, if I'm not mistaken, and I think Cincinnati got him right off the bat. He went straight to Cincinnati and started there for years and had kind of these – a little bit above average numbers. They weren't this out of. Out wasn't just horrible, but he wasn't and, great. And he either. wasn't terrible, but yeah. he kind of. And they kind of. They kind of squeezed in the playoffs like every other year, and blah 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 blah. And then that's about as far as they went. But uh, and then he kind of hit a skid where he was just every other pass was an interception, and in the NFL that'll get you benched and fired, cut quick, <laughs> fired. Uh, but anyway, uh, he is down in Carolina now, and uh, Frank Reich said that Bryce Young will have to earn the spot. Obviously, he said, quote, obviously that's the way it should be. We'll know when the right time is, Reich said. He's got enough going on right now in his mind, trying to learn the system and so forth. I just want him to come in and learn uh, and not have to worry about stepping into the limelight. And that's, and that's basically what JB just said about Will Levis. But being the number one overall pick. I was going to say, there's a lot more pressure there. <laughs> you know, Dalton, Dalton's always going to be looking over his shoulder because the first time well, he starts messing up there, you know, you know that entire fan base, that entire sure. region of that country is going to start going, hey, we got the number one pick sitting back here. That's right. Twiddling his thumbs. Let's get it. Let's get him out there. And, and I think, I think, I think Dalton understands that, yeah. but he's happy to cash a probably eight, $10 million check and get paid. And uh, make way for Bryce Young when he is ready to go. And that'll probably be when Dalton throws for three interceptions in the first halves and a couple of pick sixes. And they start to hurl beer and other objects towards the field there in Carolina. I think it'd probably be about time to uh, point to number one over there and say, hey, Bryce, what, what about you? About ready to go? Well, coach, it's just the first half of the first game. I mean, what do you, what do you want me to do here? I don't understand. <laughs> you have to do something. You have to do better than two pick sixes and three interceptions. I know that. But, uh, and to an extent, you know, it, whatever you have may or may not have left to offer on the field, uh, you know, it'll be good for Bryce to be around somebody who's just been a quarterback in the league for this and, for this many years, just on the life oh, side. Oh yeah, of everything. and I agree. I agree, and I think Andy Andy Dalton. Just knowing him and how how clean he's stayed throughout the years, he's probably a perfect mentor to uh, to help bring Bryce Bryce along because uh, he's been there, seen it all, done it all, and everything else. Uh, we're approaching our first break here on the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. Um, we're going to be back with a little bit of NBA talk, maybe get into a little baseball talk. With Greg over here, uh, got a got a nice brand new top twenty-five. Okay, and you can bring that on when we get back from this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with JB, Coach Mike, and Greg, and we'll be back in uh, what couple couple of three minutes? About six minutes. Hang tight, everybody. After midnight, we don't chug a 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hose for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by JB, Greg, and Mike on the Coach Mike on the board, and it is Monday, and we are hungover from watching too much. I'm hungover from watching too much NFL draft and trying to figure out what is That's what. That's why I played that one. We're still we're barely we're still, still standing. standing. There barely. you go. <laughs> uh, I'm reading Mr. Charles McDonald, a writer for Yahoo Sports, and he is running over the AFC South and grading them out. 
And this is this is what he likes. Houston Texans. His favorite pick they had was C.J. Stroud. Uh, the least favorite pick they had was the center from Penn State. The sixty-second pick, the Juice Stru- Juice Scruggs. Uh, let's get on down here. Let's talk about the Titans. Oh, the Colts. His favorite pick was Anthony Richardson. Uh, the Titans, uh, the Jaguars' favorite pick was Antonio Johnson, the safety at Texas A&M, which he's a stud, by the way. Well, yeah. I tell you what, I, you I, know I, what? I talk to y'all about it a little bit. You know, the the for once, you know, our division is not by any means the most popular or the most followed <laughs> in the national coverage, but the old little AFC South is is getting a little play right now because all of a sudden we're one of the most interesting divisions in football when it comes to quarterback and when it comes to trajectory. You think about the four quarterbacks that we got going in the AFC South now. I mean, you know, Tannehill going into you got Easter West. Island, Easter Island down at J. I mean, not Easter Island. What's the guy's name? Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence down okay, there coming right. off a great season for Jackson, and he, and he, all of a sudden he's the veteran, right? And, you know, you got, you <laughs> I mean, that's kind of crazy. The Texans coming in with Stroud, and 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 you got the Colts coming in with Richards, and so it's a whole new landscape. And I think. Um, Yes. It'd be interesting to see how we go into it this year because if we do, I mean, Tannehill could really, you know, he could be way beyond these guys. If, if, we, if we could stay healthy and keep him protected this year, that could be a big advantage for the Titans in divisional play. And Jackson being kind of sliding, you know, on that scale there for the last, as soon as they, as soon as they took Trevor Lawrence, they kind of were put at the back of the bus, if you know what I mean, as far as the AFC South. Now look at them. Nah. You know what I mean? Now now who wants to play them? Right. <laughs> Nobody does. I mean, really. Let's be totally honest. The way they were playing from mid to the end of last year, Trevor Lawrence looked like a completely different quarterback. Yeah. And I'm just telling you, with Etienne coming in, uh, they just – they just basically threw, well, you know, they threw the Robinson, got, James Robinson, to the side to the curb and said, "Come on in, uh, Mister Etienne. You're 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 now the going to carry the rock force." And he's answered that. He's answered that call. And and you know Lawrence got him got him a coach that could actually work him. Yeah, and could actually coach him. Uh, you know that was that was the big problem he had coming in was that he was. He was playing in a circus. <laughs> no, no one was going to succeed. No, no yeah, quarterback I, in the world was. Yeah, he's playing in, in a circus, circus there, and, and uh, was you know barely surviving it. All right, and, and then he gets a new gets this new coach, and he's he's he he's really moving up well. Yeah, and this Yahoo Sports article favorite pick is Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. There you go, JB. And the least favorite pick is Ty J Spears. And this is – I'm going to read you what the guy wrote, okay? The Titans made good use of their draft capital, but Spears had some concerning injury news about his knee, mainly the fact that he doesn't have an ACL right now. Hmm. Now, we'll get back to that. Pretty concerning, huh? Spears should be able to hold up and provide big plays for the Titans in the spell role for Derrick Henry. But it's also fair to wonder if his knee situation will will sap how long he can be at the peak of his game. So who knows who knows what it's like to be without an ACL? I, I, what does that hmm. mean exactly? Does anybody know what that means exactly? I I, I don't know how. I mean, that's – yeah. D, d, 
being I, without is, is that just a ligament that's that's it's a it's, uh, that, that, that it's somewhere a major, in your knee that you it's need? a major ligament that holds stuff it, together holds that together you know it's the main it's the main ligament right. that holds your lower leg and your upper leg what together I, yeah what i've read mostly is that it has a lot to you know obviously you know the knee is and it's going to do a lot with change of direction and sort of hard cutting and stuff well, like that, that. Yeah, isn't that kind be, of important with a right. running back no, i mean that and, and that's mm-hmm. yeah and that's a very fair concern that a lot of uh people are having but also what what you do come across in looking at this issue is that there have been you know it's there have been people that it's have, not that a game break. It, it, it's not. I it's mean, not. You know, it's not hundred percent right. There have been players that have played with this same oh. condition um, for many years, but there's also been players that have had this condition and and gotten bad injuries. So you know, it's it's one of those things that it definitely is a concern. But he's had this. This has been his reality for multiple playing seasons and okay. has had no um, significant injury and has looked, um, very explosive. So, I mean, you think about, you know, Frank Gore came into the league having blown both of his ACLs at Miami and there's huge concerns about, you know, can he had a long career and he had one of the, you know, one of the most, one of the longest running back (laughs) careers that you ever see. So again, that's not a guarantee, but that's just to say, you can't, you can't count him out. Okay. And maybe that's why Tajay Spears fell to the Titans where he did in the third round because of concern. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have an ACL team's not willing to take that chance a third round. Well, maybe, you know, at some point you got to, you got to roll, you got to roll the dice. You know what I mean? You got to, you're going to have to take a chance. And I think John Robinson did that with a couple of players over the past few years. And they turned out um, to be more injured than they were uh, able to play. And that was in a, ref- a reflection on Robinson because he knew well, that information before he took before he took those players. The first time he did that was was Jeff Simmons, and he hit a home run with him. And you know, uh, he came back and has become Caleb great. Farley has. And yeah, he, he I mean, goes in again. The now, back Farley situation with Caleb Farley. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been able to to stay, stay on the field. No, absolutely to, to really not. make anything happen. Simmons, you know, he said uh, Robinson hit a home run with his first one. And that kind of gave him that confidence. Okay, look, I can take this chance here. I, we can take these injured guys right. that no one else wants, and we're, we we can turn them and into like, something different. Like I said, there's a reason they fall yeah. and, down the uh, draft board. You know, coming to find out, you know, Simmons is, looks more like an exception than a rule. Okay. And, That's uh, a good one. You remember Hines Ward, great wide yeah, receiver for the Georgia. Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah. Played his whole career without an ACL in his left knee. So there you go. I mean, and he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's He's a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Um, now, well, I guess it's – if you don't have it, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not so. the end of the world necessarily. <laughs> yeah. so, we'll the see. overall grade that this this writer gave the Titans was an A in their draft. In their draft, okay? He says, quote, the Titans drafted a franchise offensive lineman in Skaronsky, a quarterback in Will Levis with the potential – to be their franchise guy. And we're all saying that potential. Potential. A big play running back in Tajay Spears and even found an intriguing developmental option at offensive line with Jalen Duncan out of Maryland. Uh, And getting Levis without having to trade up to the top of the draft could be a major win for the Titans. You know, just as JB was saying, not having to spend that, First round yeah. pick. That's draft capital. If you really are there. looking for somebody to kind of fill in after the Tannehill is gone, which this is after this coming season, Tannehill's a free agent. 
And I doubt the Titans are, are looking to re-sign him for more than what they're already paying him. So, who knows? We'll find out. But anyway, um, even if he is – okay, even if Levis is not that guy, it's not a big deal to move on from a second-round dra- second pick. Right. right? JB, I mean, you're not spending a lot of – you're not spending a first round on him. Right. So it's okay to uh, we it missed we missed it in the thing. second just, round. You know. Skaronsky's still around guard, <laughs> you know. But we still we still got we still got Levis in the uh, you know, he was a second round pick. We uh, he can move on. I think as far as getting Levis, yeah, probably all right there. The the problem that I'm having with this is the needs that we have in other places to me outweigh the needs they had a quarterback. Uh well, and, and they didn't again we, we were talking off the air was Okay, not being in the draft room, not being with with the coaches while they were doing their research, did all the receivers. You know, we were talking linemen first, now then the receiver, something like that. Okay, they got their linemen. Okay, great step. Now, I'd like to see by a the few time good they got around. Backs by the time they got back, by the time they got back around, were there any really, ex, you know, uh, viable receivers left? Because a bunch of receivers went in the second half of the first round. Right. A whole bunch of receivers went out. Well, and, and, and so I think, there may I think not have surprised. been there may not have been a, a a good receiver candidate left for that level of pick. And I think it was a little bit of a surprise to the Titans and Rand Carthen and and Vrabel and and that bunch that Levis was going to be was a possibility in the second round. Yeah, I mean, let's you know what I mean. But like I, I mean, said, picking, I mean, they look at they're, they're sitting there going, "Hey, hold on now." Levis didn't even get picked the first round. You know, we could we could possibly slide up here and, and and you know they thought about that overnight until Friday the next day that the draft started and they talked about that and they said, you know, this Levis kid's out, still out here. We didn't we we didn't expect it, oh, him yeah. to still be around. Well, very few people did expect him to be around in the second. So I think it might have been one of those deals where they said well, we just can't pass we we can't pass this up. You know what I mean? I mean I don't. So. Um, Anyway, that's that's kind of what went, was going on over the weekend. I'm sure there, you know some teams, depending on who you read and, and follow. Let me ask: some you. teams did better than others. Some teams did worse. Could Titans use the tight end? I mean, I I definitely think you, I was surprised. Princeton Fant went to Dallas. I'm not sure what what the, we've got to. What that was in, but I tell you what, this Uh, guy—I haven't seen anybody on the Titans as a tight end that was as physical, and how this guy played his senior year. Well, I think if my my deal is this on tight ends: if you can find a tight end that is a terrific blocker, a right. And then can kind of slide out into the and, routes and get that mismatch. And, be that check, be and that can be, it can be a basic yeah. mismatch with a linebacker. Yeah. Then you're going to win that and, and can catch yeah. the ball. Then you're going to win that. Yeah, you're going to win that battle every time, yeah, right, Coach? A guy named Delaney Walker did that really, really well. Yeah. Block, and, ter- uh, was terrific yeah, blocker. Ter- ter- terrific when blocker. He was, he was, was called threat, on to be. Still a threat up the middle of the field. Uh, you know, and where, did not drop the ball. And and could catch quite well. And you know. actually, we haven't had anybody uh, like them, like Walker, uh, since then. So. Well, I, th- I think nowadays, with the bigger and faster that, that players are getting – I think I think your tight end is is so important, and I think you're getting them that are bigger and faster 
every year. Uh, the Bowers kid down in Georgia, is, he might he might be the number one pick when he comes out. He's so terrific. But anyway, okay, we're up against our second uh, second break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm going to come back with a couple of uh, – the Magic 8-Ball is going to redeem itself tonight, baby. I promise you that. Just hang in there, folks. Don't give up on the Magic 8-Ball. It's going to come back with a vengeance tonight in our third segment. Front Porch Sports Radio Hour will be right back. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. 
Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. Joined by JB, Greg, and Coach Mike on the board. And we're in our third segment, and we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about 
some baseball, college baseball in the rankings. I really don't think – I mean, you know, everybody has their favorite teams in Major League Baseball, a lot of Braves fans, a lot of St. Louis Cardinal fans around here. I'm a Red Sox fan. Uh, JB's probably a Stroh fan. He has his own personally painted trash can at his house. Uh, It's it's beat all to hell, but it is it is in Astro colors. I got my ring. Uh, you know, and, and yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's got an asterisk. They put an asterisk on these rings, but uh, you know, hey, it is what it is. But anyway, in the NBA, real quick before I turn this over to Greg, and he's going to give us a college baseball update. Uh, there are basically eight teams left: Miami and New York. Philadelphia and Boston, Denver and Phoenix, and the Lakers and Golden State. And tonight, the Sixers and Boston play in game one, which should be a heck of a series, by the way. We've got an eight-ball pick on that right before we leave. And then in game two tonight, the Suns and the Nuggets. And the Nuggets are the number one seed in the West. Uh, Unlike the number one seed in the East, they got knocked out, Milwaukee, by the eight-seed Miami. Uh, which is somewhat a surprise. However, without Giannis, it wasn't too hard to figure out because how he goes, so goes the Bucks. But anyway, um, tonight the Nuggets favored by four and a half over the Suns. Looks like they're at home, and Boston is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over the Sixers uh, in the Garden. So those are two NBA games to look forward to. Now, let's talk a little college baseball, and let's talk about – one of the hottest teams in college baseball, Greg, and I'm just going to put it out there. It's your boys in orange and white and gray and black and blue and whatever other color they're trim them out in, right? I like the orange and white. Okay, I got you. All but, right. You know, the RPI, RPI Plus rankings came out uh, today, and they've got South Carolina number one in the RPI plus rank and Wake Forest number two. But in just the regular RPI, Wake Forest is number one, South Carolina number two, LSU. Is that kind of an average, would you say? Are they averaging yeah. those two? I mean, they, if they're if they're ranked differently. They've been there one and two. Most of three, the season. Most, yeah. most okay. of the year. LSU is number three in the RPI, Kentucky fourth. Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Florida, Duke, Virginia, Clemson, top 10. And you've got Tennessee, who was 49th two weeks ago. Okay. They are 16th. What a jump. That's quite, I mean, and the reason for that is because of the sweep of of the Commodores. That's the biggest. Yeah, they're. And then they played Mississippi State this past weekend. Did you say, was it this past weekend? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And how did they, they ended up. They swept them as well. They swept Mississippi State. Right. Which everybody knows, who knows anything about college uh, baseball, uh, A, Vanderbilt is now who they are in baseball. And Mississippi State has always been, for I'm, I'm talking for decades, yeah, for long has time. been a pro baseball college baseball program and a major league baseball factory. Rafael Palmero. I mean, we could probably sit here and name off, you know, very famous baseball players, one right after the other, that have come out of Mississippi State. And those dang 
annoying cowbells they rang. I went to a football well, game. At, what's what's amazing? Went, went to watch Alabama one time at Mississippi State. This was and brought sat up right to me later. Four people with four cowbells. Yeah, I mean, sat in front of them. Excuse me. I couldn't hear anything for three days when we left that place. What's been interesting, though, as great as you know, we talk about you know the SEC baseball and stuff like that, uh, just a, a trivia question I heard a few weeks back. How many SEC players are in the baseball, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame? Huh. I would have no I would I would have no idea. I'd one. Really? Just one. one? I think it's Frank Thomas is the only one. Really? The big hurt? The big hurt's the only one. He also one played tight end at Auburn. Yeah, and it's amazing because of all the people you think about that has come out, that have come out of the oh, SEC that's baseball. Be. You, you, that's we we didn't believe a, it when we first read it either. And uh we, we started chasing JB's it. JB's on his laptop over yeah, here. <laughs> he's he's in a he's we're gonna bunk on that. <laughs> That, okay, that but, was, I mean, that's was a pretty piece incredible. I heard. And, that's you know, pretty we, incredible. And when we first heard it, we had the same reaction you did. Like, no, no, that can't be right. And the more we dug into it, we couldn't find anything that refuted it. Huh. And you know the SEC leading the country again in baseball, as they do in other sports. Um, LSU and Wake, of course, still in the top of the regular rankings, not the RPI, but the regular rankings. But there are 11 SEC teams, 11 ACC teams, six Pac-12 and six Big 12 teams in the top 50. And Tennessee a few weeks ago, just speaking of the balls, how well they've come back. They were out of the top 25, talking about even getting in a tournament. They have risen to 16 in the RPI and now talking about them hosting. Well, there you go. I mean, it, anything can happen in the There you go. And we've got three weeks with the, the SEC tournament starts in Hoover on the 23rd of this month. It does. And so they're trying to follow weeks. a script that was written last year by Ole Miss. Yeah. That did just about almost it, exactly yeah. the Barely same picture. Barely made it in and then, won it. And then we took it just off goes and got so hot, you at, get the right hot time. at the right time. And, you know, and here I, you go. And I proudly want to say – Ole Miss did it with some help from a former Columbia State. Brandon pitcher. Johnson, you were talking Brandon about. Brandon Johnson, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, that's good news for the Vols. If they're starting to play much better, maybe they're getting healthy. You know, it's all, all about getting getting your team healthy. And get, yeah, go ahead, Greg. I do want to mention the SEC tournament. They got package deals going on for all the tournament. Uh, six packs for 110 bucks. But the reserve seating is gone. The reserve seating is gone. Sold out. Seasoned, uh, I'm sorry, single session tickets will begin selling on May 21st. Okay. All right. Well, we have used up all our hour today. Uh, tonight, the Magic 8-Ball picks is going. Magic 8-Ball says take Boston minus the 9.5 and go under the 214.5 in the Boston game. So single game parlay if you want, under under in Boston, and Boston minus nine and a half. You guys have a great rest of the week. We're going to check back in with you right here on this station, 101.7 FM, on Thursday at 4 o'clock. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for JB, Greg, and Mike. We out.